0: Hi, every pony, and welcome to Macintosh and Mod, the podcast from two married adults who love this show in spite of their children.
1: My Little Pony, season four, episode 23 inspiration manifestation when rarity loses her creative mojo spike finds a spell that makes all of her ideas materialize but they soon have negative effects on ponyville hello every pony and welcome to another episode of macintosh and mod i'm mod
0: i'm macintosh
1: and today we have a guest our very own pony expert john
2: yeah i'm back i'm surprised you let me back after last time
1: Well, you are are our pony expert, and, you know, we got to get into it about Rarity this episode. (coughs) So since we last talked to you, Rarity has had some ups and downs. And on her most recent episode where she was featured, which was number 19, For Whom the Sweetie Belle Toils, she gained some points. So she is now at a six.
2: Yeah, I'm guessing she didn't do too well in that uh the one where she plays a country bumpkin.
1: She got in trouble for playing dirty.
2: And for apparently trying to impress a hipster douchebag by by be- <laughs> play- playing redneck.
0: Yes. Now to be fair, that hipster douchebag was also an evil evil pony who drug her along through the mud. So,
2: yeah, he was he was the villain of the week.
1: Yeah, he was not great. But then she gained some points when we realized that she was trying to save her sister's party. So you know, like it kind of evened itself out. But we're gonna there's gonna be a fight about this one, oh I have boy. a
0: feeling. I'm already ready to throw down on this one.
1: Yeah, he's giving me the stink eye. All right. We start this episode and with the townies. Like all the ponies are getting stuff set up, we see the cakes, and Pinkie Pie is walking through town. Yay! The Ponyville Foal and Philly Fair is almost ready to begin! And just everybody's getting all excited. And, you know. Yay! Do we, we ever hear over- for,
2: to- about this thing again, or is it just like a one-episode deal?
1: And they never really explain what this fair is for. I, uh, I
0: can guess. It's a full and Philly Fair. It's a carnival for the kids.
2: Yeah, that's what it sounds like. But I, I think I think we can ex- expect that Rarity screwed it up so bad, the town decided, let's not do this again. That's my in, That's my headcanon for why we never hear about this festival ever.
0: Now, before we get any further, Rarity did not screw this up.
1: Yes, she did.
0: This evil magic book screwed it up.
1: She did it. It's all her fault.
2: It was not her fault. I blame this entire ordeal on that puppet master for not telling Rarity what it is that he even wanted. <laughs> for just assuming Rarity's built puppet theaters before. She's, she's a creative type.
1: <laughs> All right, well, we we go over to the Carousel Boutique while this is going on, and Rarity is getting ready. She, she's setting up a puppet theater.
0: Just because the attendees are young doesn't mean they don't deserve my very best creative work. Why, this puppet theater is going to be the talk of the Fole and Philly Fair.
1: Okay, so Rarity expresses her appreciation to Spike for being very complimentary and being sweet she calls him her favorite dragon and of course that makes spike swoon and then we go over to the fair and we meet well they never tell us his name but this puppet master's name is claude for some reason the
0: hours have been long the work taxing beyond compare but it will be all worth it when we hear those three little words
1: this is awful (laughs) awful and completely unusable it doesn't travel There's no room for my puppets. And so he like tries to lift up the puppet theater and the wheels are there, but they don't touch the ground. So they won't move. And when he gets inside the puppet theater, like his head fits, but the puppets, he doesn't have enough space to animate the puppets, which since he's using unicorn magic, does he even need to be inside the puppet theater? Yeah, it's... We have a logic problem here.
0: No, it's a kid's (laughs) puppet theater. He can be behind it though.
1: Yeah. Like he doesn't have to fully be in it. Because he's using unicorn magic. So does, like, like, does it require
2: direct line of sight? Maybe. They never established the how the magic works in Equestria.
1: Whatever. Spike says that it's fabulous. This thing is perfect. And we get our theme song. My little pony. Do, 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 do. All right. We go back to the carousel boutique and Rarity is being Rarity. And she is on her fainting couch. Her, her chaise lounge. Yes.
0: This is terrible, simply terrible.
1: (laughs) So that puppeteer
0: didn't like your exquisitely crafted best puppet theater in the history of puppet theater's puppet theater. Then he starts counting his claws. Yeah, got it. I don't know. You could just contribute something else to the Fallen Philly Fair, I suppose. I c- oh, forget it, Spike. I'd never have something finished
1: in time. <laughs> and she st- she has summoned ice cream, and she is shoveling it in her face. Best
2: use of unicorn magic ever.
1: Full agree.
0: I just my favorite part is <laughs> oh, nom, nom, nom. oh, god, Ta- yeah, Om, Tabitha nom,
2: is is a, is a is a joy like I never heard of her beforehand uh as a voice actress but she is one of my between this and like her stuff with Luna and our va- various and other supporting characters Tabitha St. Germain is a wonderful voice actress and she's her her stuff is her reactions are some of the best in the show
1: I do love crying rarity because it, it is the exact amount of melodrama that is needed So Spike, of course, cannot abide by any of this. So he heads out to try and help her. He goes to the castle of the two sisters and he is searching through all the bookcases for something that can help Rarity. And Aloysius is there and Aloysius doesn't say anything because he's an owl, but he hoots and he hoots with a lot of personality. So like Spike's talking to himself and... You know, then we get Aloysius, you know, he's behind a book, then he's next to the book, and then he's hooting. And then Spike pulls a book that opens a gate, the wall retracts, there's a gate there with the lock, and up on a pedestal is this book with a bunch of spikes on it. Made of stone? I don't know if it's stones, but it's spiky, which is kind of funny because Spike finds it. Spike uses his dragon breath to heat up the lock and break it, and he goes up to the book and grabs it. And then it goes full Cable Wonders on him while he doesn't even notice. Yeah, he starts turning around, and Aloysius is hooting very ooh, nervously. What? If it wasn't supposed to have it, it wouldn't be so easy to get. And it's covered in
0: spikes like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but- Spike is walking away as the entire room is crumbling around him, and Aloysius is trying to warn him. Inspiration manifestation instantly brings ideas to life. I'm liking the
1: looks of this one. Hmm. Title drop. And then the wall closes and he is on his way. We go back to Rarity and now we see a pile of ice cream cartons. So (laughs) she has been packing it away. It seems like all strawberry too. They uh, seem to be sherbet or vanilla oat swirl.
2: That
0: is true,
1: because huh. it says so in the line. So Spike brings Rarity this book, and she's not interested.
0: Leave me be! Can't you see how distraught, disappointed, and downtrodden I still am? Mm-hmm.
1: But Spike keeps offering it, and now Rarity is hoofing at away a box of chocolates.
0: Unless it's another carton of vanilla oat swirl, a word that the festival has been cancelled. I don't think I'm interested. It's magic. Spike, precious
1: scales, I already have magic. But
0: not the kind that can help you create something in time
1: for the fair. This can. So he shoves the book in her face and she decides, okay, I'll try it. And she reads the incantation.
0: From in the head to out in the world, every thought to action. Hold close this book and through its spell, you'll start a chain reaction. Projecting forth whatever beauty you see, only when true words are spoken, will you finally be set free.
1: And so now Rarity's horn has this green light around it and her eyes kind of have this green glimmer and they decide to see if it's going to work.
2: After swearing fealty to the pony devil, she finally has the dark <laughs> powers needed to bring her twisted visions to life.
1: So they decide to figure out if the spell works. We get a magic zap and oops, aw, the the book is made pretty now. Oh my, I thought about making this a much more beautiful spell book and I have. And then we get another magic zap and the chaise is now like very opulent and overdone. Dear, dear Spike, here I was about to
0: give up, but like a true friend, you've come through with flying colors. Come, we must find the puppeteer right away so that I may provide him with the most fabulous theater he's ever imagined. Or should I say that I've ever imagined.
1: And then she gets scary eyes.
0: Again, further supporting my claim that this book is responsible for all of this problems, not rarity.
1: But what is her base instinct? To make everything pretty, Despite what other people want, and she even says so. The compulsion is not her fault. The instinct and desire to, regardless of what people think, is... All right, so we cut back to the town and Rarity has placed the book in her saddlebag and we run into Claude at the sugar cube corner. He's using the Dutch door as his new puppet theater. Ah, Miss Rarity, come to see the show, I presume? You'll notice I had to make do in light of your recent failure to produce a functioning theater. Oh,
0: but I think you'll like the new one I've created. We'll be much more to your liking.
1: And she rolls out a new puppet theater, which is all schnazzy and Claude goes up to it and he's inspecting it it does seem to travel plenty of room for my puppets i say miss rarity i don't know how you managed to do it in such a short amount of time but you seem to have redeemed yourself how did you manage to do it in such a short time As a matter of fact she used a good designer never reveals her tricks she basically knocks spike over (laughs) so now we're walking around the fair and kind of taking in what's going on.
0: Thank you again, Spike, for being such a dear friend and finding this book for me. My pleasure. Well, guess I can return it now that the fair's over. Oh, yes, of course. I, I I've made my creative contribution as I'd hoped to do, and all is well. Uh, then again, perhaps I should keep it just a scotch longer. You don't mind, do you, Spike?
1: Rarity animates it into Spike's hand and then quickly takes it back. Uh, of course not. See you tomorrow. And then we get just going, whoo, whoo. What?
0: She'll
2: keep it for a few more hours. No harm in that. She just sold her soul to the pony devil.
1: What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, she, she can't give it up that quickly.
0: But... She is under the spell of a demon pony. So of course she's not going to give it up. Because that thing wants to spread its demon energy all throughout Ponyville.
2: Yeah, I'm still saying that either Claude for being an asshole and or Spike for dabbling in the dark arts in order to help his waifu are the are more to blame than Rarity herself. She's more of an unwitting pawn in all of this.
1: No. <laughs> I mean I mean she she is possessed, I'll give you all that, but The base instinct comes from Rarity.
0: And yet she has overcome that base instinct so many times throughout this season. So why isn't she able to overcome it now? Because she's possessed by demonic energy.
1: No. (coughs) Spike is going over to the boutique and we are hearing tons of magic zaps over and over again. So he very tentatively walks in. Rarity? Whoa, Spike, I'm so glad you're here. And there is stuff everywhere like mountains of clothes rarity's got some split ends in her mane which means you know she done gone crazy she's she's a little bit stressed if her hair is not perfectly quaffed uh are you okay
0: oh i've never been better this book you've given me is amazing why i i I, i've been up all night just creating and creating and creating and creating i've completed my fall line for the next 15 seasons
2: (laughs) Just And that's just the fall lines. We haven't even talked about the spring lines.
0: No. But then I started thinking, why stop there? Oh, Spike, I've always thought this town of ours could use a few beautifying upgrades. And with this book, I can make that happen with such ease. You will support me in this endeavor by letting me keep that book just a little longer. Uh, of course I will. What? <laughs> what do you say we... Get a little breakfast before we get started.
1: So, Rarity is like trotting through town. She is ready to go make some stuff pretty. No
0: time for breakfast. I want to get started right away.
1: So, she sees Applejack and Granny Smith with their apple cart and she zaps them. And now she has made it into a gilded cart covered in jewels.
0: My eyes are playing
1: tricks on me again.
0: What in rhubarb pie just happened? Isn't it gorgeous? It's amazing. You should ask Applejack if she wants you to give all the Apple family cards a makeover. Oh, I don't really think I need to ask permission, darling. Everyone loves surprises,
1: especially when they're gorgeous ones. Bet <laughs> No, this isn't her. I don't have to ask for permission. That's the evil. That's the evil double magic. But that's the magic. kind of thing Rarity would do. No, no it is. She no. would think about it. No,
0: no, 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 no. Rarity never, ever does anything without somebody commissioning it from her first. Exactly. Oh, that's a
2: load of garbage. No, she does not.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. Well, before this episode, when has she ever gone out of her way to do something without some? Like, I can't even... I'm, I can't even think of she, an instance when she didn't do something that somebody didn't ask her. She made clothes. For the girls, for wa- th- because they asked her to.
1: No, I don't think there was one time she did. I just, yeah. She made them all the clothes and they weren't what the friends wanted. And then when they she gave them what they wanted, they were ugly and
2: everyone laughed at her. So the friends were like, "No, look, you knew what you were doing. So you give us what your initial designs were, and then they were all nice and pretty." And she impressed the hoity. I think he's literally hoity-toity. Yeah, <laughs> hoity toity. Yeah, uh, actually. So she the Carl Lagerfeld him. pony. <laughs> uh, so yeah. She finally impresses him with her actual design work, and then they all go to the to the high school prom or whatever it is.
0: Yeah, that wasn't her. That was the other main six wanting her to do stuff that she wasn't good at exactly okay, what
1: what about her yelling at everybody when she was in manhattan oh uh,
2: yelling at everybody she,
1: when they when she had her sweatshop
2: yeah well she was freaking out
1: still she was yelling at everybody
2: that's not the same as going out of her way to change the their their belongings without that she's not
1: doing this for them she's doing it for her because of the it's evil, devil she's By evil
0: devil
2: magic.
1: But it's always about rarity. Not all. I mean, not. Well, that's the thing. It's not.
2: It's only about rarity when she's badly written as like a as like a background, like non non front and center character. Like, but that's still
1: there. Look,
0: my point will be proven at the end of this episode. Uh-huh.
1: So Uh-huh. Rarity and Spike go back and forth, and Spike's a little nervous, but he's still on board to help Rarity, and now we see Rainbow Dash is kicking some clouds, and all of a sudden uh, she gets zapped, and now she's got this dress on, and she can barely move.
0: What in the- Get it off me! Mm-hmm. I've always thought that Rainbow Dash could use a little more glamour, and now look at her, cloud-busting with style. Ha ha ha, moving on.
1: Basically, Rainbow Dash crashes into a tree, or this... Ceiling. I can't remember which one.
2: <laughs> Rainbow Crash.
1: Yeah, she's Rainbow Crash. Rainbow Crash does actually crash a lot in this series.
2: Exactly. Why, that's why her, her Wonderbolts nickname is Rainbow
1: Crash. We cut over to Fluttershy's cottage and she's feeding Mr. Robin and he's very happy. La, la 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 There you go, Mr. Robin. Don't you look so content in your little house? And we get a magic zap and all of a sudden the house is like a bird mansion. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Are you lost? No, no, not that way. That looks like there's a door to a a bedroom. Try that one over there. No, no that one leads to a... And, and then we have this cut into the birdhouse, which I love this, because then we just see Fluttershy's eye as she's looking into the house. Shoe closet? Oh dear. Maybe try the staircase. Oh no, the, the, the other staircase. Watching all this happen...
0: Isn't it gorgeous? It's probably the most beautiful
1: birdhouse ever created. Go
0: on. I'm just not sure how the bird feels about it. What does a bird know about architectural design? What matters is what you think, Spike. And you love it, don't you? Uh, Of course I do. It's so
1: rarity.
0: It is, isn't it? Ooh.
1: And Aloysius throws an acorn.
2: (laughs) Uh... But yeah, I was saying that I was going to say that Rarity is not always so keen to impress Spike. Like, she's kind of accepted the fact that Spike is essentially in love with her, but she's never been like teasing him on like, oh, this is exactly what you playing that end of it up. I, that's why I still think this goes into the column of devil magic.
1: Seeking Spike's approval is definitely the magic. She does not care about Spike. I mean, like she's she cares about him, but I mean, she doesn't she doesn't care what he thinks about her. No, Uh, she knows he she knows he's in love with her. Part of it, too, is I I,
0: I don't think she needs to seek his approval because she knows that she's always going to have his approval. Mm -hmm. So it's not like she's got to go seek that from him at any point, Mm -hmm. which does
1: make this super weird. So as we are trotting throughout the town, we come across a little foal's party. It looks like a birthday party, and there's a mariachi band. I want to know who these damn ponies are. I've we've seen them before, and they don't have names, and it's pissing me the fuck off. Because <laughs> I want their fucking names. The fandom has to have given them. They're given them. No, nope, no, not nope. yet. Nope. They're just pictured. They're just unnamed ponies right now. But they've shown up more. This is the second time they've shown up in the series. So they need them. And I need to make that happen.
0: Adorable. But
1: it could use a touch of
0: class, don't you think?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. So then she's zapping things, and all of the kid food turns into fancy food. Savoir faire, the butler pony, comes up and he's serving. And the ponies are not happy.
0: Especially the foals and fillies. This is weird. Yes. This party doesn't even seem to have a proper theme. Let's do something about that, shall we? You've already made things look really, really great. Maybe you should stop while you're ahead. You're right, Spike. There's so
1: much to do elsewhere. Right, elsewhere. Just one more little thing before we go. And then she changes the mariachi ponies into a trio of classical ponies. And these are our rando ponies of the week. From left to right, we have Wolfgang Cantor. Parish Nandermain, and Octavia Medley. And John, as our guest of honor, you get to pick which one is the official random pony of the week.
2: I mean like Octavia is a fandom staple. She is she had her own fan made like multiple fan-made series for like
1: YouTube and stuff where she, where she's paired off with vinyl scratch. So like, yeah, we have seen Octavia Medley previously in the series, but she, up at least until this point, she has never been named.
2: Yeah, she is. She's like the go-to for what it comes to like the classy musician ponies. Mm
1: -hmm. How do you not pick her? All right. So it's going to be Octavia Medley as our rando pony of the week. Why, this
0: party is certain to make the society page now. Won't Pinkie Pie be pleased? Happy, yeah.
1: happy day to, ha huh? <laughs> And Pinkie Pie just stops and is like, what happened? This is not a party. This is not what I made. <laughs> so we continue walking through town and, you know, Aloysius just keeps making eyes at Spike like, you know this is bad, dude. This is not good. Just glaring yeah. at him. But like Go. Rarity's like high now. Like she's just like buzzing with magic. I am simply buzzing with ideas. Simply buzzing?
0: Th- that's great. But uh you've been at this for a while now. How about you take a break? Don't be silly. I'm not going to stop now. Why, I won't stop until every inch of Ponyville has benefited from my creative vision. Starting with you,
1: Spike. And she magic zaps him, and he has a knight outfit made of gems. And And he falls over. It's too heavy, and he keeps falling over. You look (laughs) fabulous. All all
0: because of you. (laughs) Anything for my favorite dragon and
1: most supportive friend. Come, there's so much more to do. And he falls over again, and Twilight Sparkle comes up. Oh no, not you too!
0: What do you mean, not me too?
1: Oh, judging by that outfit, I thought sure you'd-
0: What? This? I just wanted to
1: try a new look. And he falls over again. You like? Huh, well, in that case, have you seen any ponies suspicious around? Uh, nope. Princess Twilight, the gazebo has been turned into solid crystal, and two ponies are now trapped inside its walls! they run off and aloysius Hoot!
0: no i i made a promise to rarity to keep this to myself and he Hoot! did earlier that was a big thing that mm-hmm. the secret is going to be between spike rarity and the book
1: oh the yeah book. the
0: book is a person <laughs> or a pony
1: <laughs> that's not creepy
0: uh-huh
1: Hoot!
0: but Hoot! you're right aloysius i have to tell and once I do, I can forget Rarity thinking of me as her most supportive friend. I can forget Rarity
1: thinking of me as a friend at all. Mm, poor Spikey. So we see Twilight freeing the two ponies from the glass-encased SIBO or the crystal-encased SIBO. I-, I can't do it. I promised I'd keep all this between the three of us.
0: Hoot! Of course it's weird she meant her, me, and the spell book. But the spell book! Of course, if I can get it away from her, I bet she won't be able to use its magic anymore. And Aloysius just side-eyes him.
1: (sighs) Oh, come on, it's the perfect plan. I just have to figure out which way she went. And then we cut to a bunch of townies, and they're they're all yelling, I can't see, because the road is blinding them. I'm thinking she headed this way. And so we catch up with Rarity, and she has the super crazy eyes, and we can see her looking at the town of Ponyville, and all of the roads are now made of gold, and that's why they're all so shiny.
0: And Spike goes to reach for the book. What do you think you're doing? Uh, me? I was just, uh, basking in your creative radiance. Oh, Spike, you do say the nicest things. Thanks. Now, where was I? Oh, yes, gold plated rooftops for every pony.
1: Hoot, toot toot and Aloysius cousin is distracting rarity
0: cuz Spike and Aloysius have worked this out you you distract
1: so Spike gets the book and he puts it in his mouth and they kind of holds it there for a minute and then he figures out how to swallow it <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean he's a crazy dragon Mhm I have just had the most marvelous idea Of course you have you're rarity My work here in Ponyville is nearly complete don't you think it's time the rest of Equestria benefited from my creative vision? Absolutely. Ooh, I'm thinking we go by Chariot, or as everyone will soon be calling them, Rariot.
1: <laughs> and, and so they kind of go back and forth, and this Rariot appears, and Spike is freaking out. Like, how did you do that? Because it got rid of the book.
0: So Rarity finally notices the book is gone. And then jumps to, I need my book, Spike. What have you done with my book?
1: (laughs) I do like growling rarity. (laughs) And Spike, why why would
0: I do anything with your book? We're friends. It it, it was probably the owl. Hoot, hoot. Oh, no, no, no. Aloysius just looks and goes, hoot. (laughs) He is
1: pissed. Oh, yeah. This is when he's he's like. He's just like, hello.
0: Really? Hoot. (laughs) Hoot. But, but Wait. I don't seem to need it anymore, do I? Yes, yes. I can feel its magic flowing within me now. I'm so excited. I'm so excited.
2: Uh, I'm so scared. Which is a direct reference to a safe by the bell line. That is, I caught that this time. I'm like, oh my god, that's a direct reference to safe by the bell. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It
1: is literally. I'm, I'm so, so excited. Scared. Exactly! It's in that episode where Jesse takes caffeine pills. Exactly! Because that's drug the of the
2: hardest drugs allowed on Saturday mornings. Point, Point in the magic demon column.
1: <laughs> magic demon column. Okay.
0: Anyway, Rarity's going completely off the rails here. We're gonna go everywhere... Spike's going to be by her side until there isn't an inch of Equestria that hasn't been utterly transformed by my creative
1: genius. And she turns the tree behind her into a crystal tree.
0: And Spike just finally stands up. No. What did you say? I said no. You've been changing things, but you haven't been making them better. I should have told you the truth at the very beginning, but I didn't because I was trying to be a supportive friend. But instead, I let you become something awful. Awful.
1: And then, you know, we get the magic whirling and Rarity lifts up into the sky and the green light around her kind of dissipates.
0: And she blinks her eyes and sort of wakes up from a daze. Oh, what happened? Rarity, you're okay? I, I think so. Though by the looks of it, something quite terrifying has happened to Ponyville. You happened. Me? The last part of the spell! Only when true words are spoken will you finally be set free. The spell took over you, and you wanted to change everything in Equestria. I was afraid to tell you how I really felt about it, but then I I told you the truth. Dearest Spike, you should never be afraid to tell me the truth. We're friends, remember?
1: Rarity and Spike hug. It's very sweet. And then we cut to the library, and Spike is writing in the friendship journal.
0: Today I learned how important it is to be honest with your friends when they're doing something that you don't think is right. A true friend knows that you're speaking up because you care about them.
1: Door swings open and Twilight Sparkle's hair is all frazzled. (laughs) Spike, never, ever, ever, ever take another book out of the library at the castle without asking. Princess Cadence and Princess Luna have much better things to do than help me clean up Ponyville. And she just face plants right into her bed. <laughs> do you have any idea how hard it was to reverse all that dark magic?
0: You don't look so good.
1: Mm. What? I'm just being honest. That's what good friends do. Mm. End of episode. So. But, but, okay. So if the spell had been cast on any other pony, what would it have looked like? Uh, Pinky would have thrown parties For everybody, even though they...
2: And she would have gone the full, like, Joker smile. Like, (laughs) I'm gonna throw you all of the parties!
1: Rainbow Dash would have just tried to compete with everybody over everything. She'd be, like, a gambling addict. And then Twilight would have... Tried to teach everybody to death. Exactly. Exactly. Applejack would have
2: just
0: been trying to outwork every other pony. Mm -hmm.
1: But see, Rarity's the worst. She wants to impose... Her standards of style on everybody.
0: The sneaky thing about this episode is it centers around Rarity, Mm -hmm. but really it's a Spike episode. It's a backdoor Spike
1: episode. Which is great because when they focus too much on Spike, it gets not great.
0: But this is is subtly all Mm -hmm. about him and not about Rarity. No, I agree. And so I'm going to pause it. That this is a neutral rarity episode. There's nothing gained or nothing lost I, I will in her character. I will accept
1: a neutral rarity.
0: And the reason yes. I say that is it's not about her. Mm-hmm. It's not about her character in any way. She's very... I mean, of course she's distraught about the, the thing because she likes doing a good job mm-hmm. about the puppet theater. But this episode isn't about her. It's about Spike. And Spike being blinded by his friendship and his love for rarity to not need to say the right thing.
1: Yeah, his, he's he's let the fact that he so wants Rarity to like him get in the way with him being honest. Yeah. Which is also why it's kind of funny that they use Spike instead of Applejack. But again, one of the things they've done a really great job with this season is to teach our lessons in a much deeper and an unexpected way. Oh, yeah. Um, that really started this season, so.
2: Spike totally is is the kind of you know, character where if Rarity, you know, Rarity bats her eyelashes at him and he, and he kind of gets weak in the knees and he's like, I I don't want to make her sad or mad at me. I I want her happy. Mm -hmm. And so, I think it's good that he had to learn that friendship and especially like for the people that you really care about, you can't just be like, no, everything, you're doing great, great job, A plus, all around, fantastic. And you know, when they're doing, especially when they're being destructive in their Endeavors that you have to be like, no, this is this is hurting people. You have to stop.
1: Okay, I will accept a neutral episode. So at the end of this episode, she's still at a six.
2: Sweet,
0: we we can all walk away, shake hands. there's a a good, hard fought war. Mm-hmm. We come out yep. neutral. Yeah, sure. I think that's good.
1: We still have three more episodes of the season, Lena, and then we still have five more seasons to go. <laughs> all right, well, John, thank you so much for being with us. If people wanted to hear more. From you, where would they find you?
2: Well, I'm all, I am on the Gumby Cat Network. So I was one of the founding members, and by the time people hear this, the other podcast I recorded with Diana should be up and up and on Gumby Cat, uh, living in the stacks. So yeah, check out all the cool stuff on Living in the Stacks, which I do with Diana, and then I do Popcorn Junkie, which is movie related stuff, and we should be well into season two of Machi Day with Mike, where we cover pop, Japanese pop culture and media and whatnot.
1: All right. Well, again, thank you so much for being here, John. And until next time. Bye, everypony.